at, like at the lowest point, I fell alone, you know? So that one question is like, that's already it. Like if shit is like, if shit hits the fan, is you still a fan? Hip Hop Hustle Podcast, man. You heard it here first. He's not playing. No, Aaron's not playing. No fucking game. You got your ear to the streets, man. Much love to all the people down under. And make sure y'all follow the Hip Hop Hustle podcast, man, because they're giving y'all nothing but the real shit. But yeah, man, appreciate the intro, bro. Yeah, let's do it, man. Let's kick it off. Shout out to the whole Hip Hop Hustle podcast. What's up, man? It's official. For the first time ever, we have Hip Hop Hustle podcast merch. From hoodies to T-shirts to hats and even slides, Go to the hiphophustlepodcast.com to get yours. Someone who has serious in his name, he's not that serious. Uh, you seem to be pretty down to earth, my friend. So um, I am thankful for that. You never really know what you're going to get. But man, yeah, absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Uh, and you most recently, for for people who have been following you, you did the, the colors. Uh, you had a single come out. I think it was called uh peekaboo that came out so that was dope but yeah man absolute pleasure to have you come through thanks for having me man thank you so much now i'm gonna start out the gate with colors because i mean people are always interested i'm interested i follow Mm -hmm. it all the time your first one was actually in 2018 so this isn't a new thing for you so i'm interested to know you know when you did the first one how did that happen because it was called 91 flex and uh-huh. it was fire, you go hard. But how did that come about? Like, how did that even become a thing? Like, that was five years ago when you first did that. The first the first colors I did was actually in 2016. Oh, so I 2016. Did like three sessions. Damn. Yeah, 2016. The first one was called um, Party with the Squirt. And they they uh, texted me on uh, they texted me on Facebook back then. That's when everything started with colors and 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 that, and um the head was like, yo, um we we're starting this um platform, this 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 thing is called colors, and we want we want you to be on board. And the first thing I did was like, I left them on read because I was like, <laughs> I don't know what it is, you know. So I want to I want to do it. So I I was also on tour with the um with the underachievers. So I was like, bro, I ain't got no time for that right now, you know. And then uh, my manager was like, you know what? It looks like a promising, like promising situation. Let's let's do that. You know, it looks dope. So I was like, okay, on to like I was on tour, and then we got there, right? And uh, I did the first performance. I performed like three songs, you know. And um, the first, like the the one that we liked the most was um, Party with the Squad. Uh, that was the first situation that kind of went viral, like back then, you know. And then um. We became friends. I became friends with the with the founders of Colors, and um, they kept me in the loop about everything that happened. Because after that, like it took off, you know. Uh, that's when I did 91 Flex for the album. Like I did, a, I, I was doing an album back then, and uh, I did 91 Flex for the album. It was part of the album, right? So I already did like three Colors sessions officially. Officially, man, you're a veteran of Colors. Yeah, I am. I am. I am. Like uh, when when I did Peekaboo, when I when I went to the new studio, everybody was like, "Oh my God, we're so happy to have you. You're one of the you're one of the artists that made Colors what it is now and stuff like that." And I was pretty honored because like I seen like Colors from the early days and not, like how it is now. It's crazy. It's crazy to witness that. Like it's it's mad. When you did it, could you feel where it could go? Like when you did the first time, did uh-huh. you did you? Were you like, okay, I see this now? Or was it still like very much new? Um, in terms of my career or colors? Well, number one, both both, but for colors. Like I always find it interesting, like, cause you're an artist, you will get asked to do lots of things. And some things you'll do and nothing happens with whatever platform it is or whoever's organizing it, and then there are other things you'll do. And it just takes off. So I'm interested to know when you did colors, could you see that it had potential? Yeah, when I when I went into the studio, like the first, the very first studio they had, right, wasn't like it was. I don't, I don't, I'm even sure if I'm allowed to say it, you know. But the very first studio they had was like in a in a in a small house, you know. 
and they really like painted the studio like for every every performance they painted the studio with their hands wow so i got there i met the founders and like the way we vibed and all of that right it was like i really liked them after the performance and that's when they convinced me that's when they convinced me that it's going to be a big thing you know and then when i did the performance i was like okay let me do another one let me do another one so when the first one came out Everybody was like, okay, you want to drop the second two? I was like, nah, let's wait. Because that's when I realized, okay, it's going to be a big thing, you know? And then um, two years later, which was in 2018, it was already a big thing. Everybody went to Colors. Um, they got invested, investors in and everything, you know? Like, they started working with labels. They started working with brands and all of that. So I was like, you know what? Let me save this for later because I'm working on the album. And um, this could probably help. So the second uh, second colors um, color session that I did was like I didn't expect anything. I just did the performance. Oh oh no 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 no! You know what happened? I went there and I did another performance for the album, and we all agreed on the fact that we didn't like it. The founders, myself, my whole team. You know, I did a whole performance for one song of the album. It's called Why? Boy Boy, and everybody Why? was like, nah. "Why didn't you like it? We did we didn't like it." We didn't like the performance and we did like, we felt, it felt like we didn't, we, we, we didn't show the right song, you know? So I was like, let's wait, let's wait. Let me do another song, you know? So then I feel like one month later, I came back with 91 Flex and everybody was like, yeah, that's that song, you know? And I had like friends, friends in the UK uh, who had like, who have a brand that's called um, Pack, Pack, you know? And then they sent me this crazy outfit. So I, I was I was already in the studio and everybody was like, okay, we gotta we gotta start soon, Siri. We gotta start soon. I was like, I'm still waiting for the outfit, you know. And then uh, as soon as I had the outfit, started the performance. Everyone was like, yeah, that's it. But when it came out, I was like, I'm not sure if it's gonna hit like that. You always start with doubts. That's how I started. And then um, as soon as it came out, it was like, boom, everybody was on my page. I had like 3,000 followers. Five days later, I had like 10K. It was crazy. You know, it was mad. So, yeah, yeah. It was like, it turned out to be a very, very big thing. Like I said, I'm still like very, very good with the owners. Like we're friends uh, with the CEO. Like it's, it's like, it's, it's like my family, you know, like pretty good people. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big believer in people who start from the ground up and they find a way, right. especially dealing with artists such as, such as yourself and, and the caliber of artists that they get, the only way they can do that is by being good people and having great relationships. Right. right. You've mentioned something interesting, which is you always start with doubt. That is a really interesting mindset as an artist to have to start with doubt consistently. What does that do to yeah. your art? Um, I mean, like you have, you, 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 you that has, to be a balance man like with becoming an artist and becoming the artist that you want to be you have to be balanced man because the most important things are the people around you like you have to have people around you that support your vision and that really 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 support your music you know like they have to be honest um they have to be supported as supporting as I already said because sometimes you're going to make a song and you'll be like, mm, I don't, I'm not sure if this is going to hit. I'm not sure if this is the one, you know? And that's how it went down with the color session because, like, I was so, I was pretty local with everything I did, right? And this was, like, the first moment where I was getting out to the world, you know? That's why I was, like, kind of having doubts because I was like, okay, what, what, what would people think? What, what will they think about the outfit? How is the performance going to hit? Will they like it? Stuff like that, you know? And I feel like it's a normal thing, but you have to be balanced. You have to believe in your music yourself. You have to be like, yo, I know this is the shit. You know, I know this, 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 what I'm doing is fire, you know? So that's why I said, like, you have to be balanced. And, and, and when it comes to doubts, it shouldn't be doubts that, that I keep, like, that are keeping you away from releasing music, you know? Doubts that, um, I don't know, like, doubts that, 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 that that's not going to make you drop music. Have to, you have to be doubtful in a way that, Okay, can I do this or that better? And that's it. You know, like if you're too doubtful, it's it's like you gotta work on it, bro. Yeah, work on it. You gotta believe in yourself, and you gotta believe in your music. Well, because I 100% agree with you. 
you can't stop yourself from not releasing things. Because, right. and, and I think a lot of prospective artists, that's their fear. They're scared of releasing stuff. Like they're, yeah. they have a catalog. I have no doubt that there are people who listen to this show who make music and have never mm-hmm. released it. I know I am almost willing to bet on the fact that there are people like that. The, I think what people forget is like, number one, no one cares. Cause like mm-hmm. if it's shit, no one's going to listen to it. So right. like you don't have to worry about that. And number two, you won't know the truth until people listen to it and you get feedback. That's it. From the market. That's it. That's it. And I also feel like you shouldn't care too much about that. You know, like you should just put it out. You know, at the end of the day, it's just like you said, like if they don't, if they don't like it, they're not going to listen to it, you know? And, um, like if you're, if you're too much in your head when it comes to the music and it keeps you away from like dropping music, it's, 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 it's not going to do anything but to destroy your, your career, you know, just to destroy the journey. And um, I was in my head a lot, you know. I always felt like it wasn't, I wasn't doubtful, but it was more of a, yo, let me wait until I release this because this is fire, you know. And then um, most of the times it lost the momentum, you know. Most of the times when I kept the hardest stuff from the world, I already started new stuff and it wasn't the right momentum to drop it, you know. So I started like sitting on a lot of tons of music, you know. So um, right now I know for a fact that, yo, just put it out, you know, just put it out, just 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 be consistent, just put put the music out, you know. That's that's something I've learned in the last three years, to be honest, because uh, I'm sitting on a lot of music, you know, and like I'm 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 pretty happy with I'm with, with what I'm releasing now and with the project I'm working on, like I've worked on now, but um, yeah, there was a lot of music that that uh, didn't make it. That's so interesting, though. That like you're waiting for the right time and you waited too long. Yeah, that's what you think. That's what you think. You think there has to be the right time to release this. There has to be the right time to release to release that. There has to be the right opportunity to release this. You don't know if you if you if you you would have put it out, how people would have reacted. You don't know that because you didn't release it. You know, it could have changed your career, but you didn't release it. You know, and I feel like this is a, like this is a sickness every artist has at some point in their career you have to put it out at the end of the day you like if you know this is fire drop it just drop it you know don't keep it away from the world because at some point it's outdated you gotta start like you you gotta refresh the beat you gotta like you don't rap like that no more you don't sound like that no more so when 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 you want to put it out you know like it's like you keeping it away from the world and it's not it's not going to do anything but harm you in your career so now I know, like, I overcame the sickness. I know you got to put it out. You got to put it out. Like, by any means, you got to put it out. You know, the funny thing is people will listen to this and be like, yeah, but, man, it's easy for you to say, just put it out because you've overcome it and you've overcome the yeah. sickness. But how did you overcome mm-hmm. it? What did you need to do to be able to be like, you know what? I'm sick of waiting. I'm sick of having these songs. I'm sick of feeling like I need the right time and then I never have the right time and they never come out. Like, what did you do to overcome that feeling? Like you said, it was three years ago. I mean, you've been an artist for a long time, so it must have been on your mm-hmm. mind for a long time as well. Mm-hmm. I grew, you know, like I grew as a person, you know, because I felt like me, I'm a, like, I'm, a, I'm an independent artist for years, you know, like, and um, nobody's going to wait for you. There's no, like, in, in my situation, there was no label pressuring me. It was myself, you know? And it was it was always like, um, how can I explain it? It was always like, okay, I need a hard video for this. I need this for that. And as soon as I realized, two years were gone, you know? And I already, like, I was already, like, not consistently releasing music. And if, if I would have released the music that I had back then, it would have helped my career in a different way. So you gotta at some point you gotta sit down, you gotta realize what do you want for your career? You know, like how where do you want this to go? Like, do you wanna be big? Do you wanna gain how how you how do you want this to end? You know? And if the fear of releasing music still overcomes the fact that you wanna make it in the music industry, 
you should think about that, you know? And that's what I did. Like, I had a moment with myself. Like, the last three years, the last three years was, like, ups and downs, ups and downs when it comes to music, when it comes to my private life and stuff like that. So I was like, I want this to go somewhere, you know? I can't, like, continue to sit on music and not release it if I really want, like, if I really want this to go somewhere. And that's what made me change my mind, you know? Of course, like, everybody's going through a different process when it comes to that. But, that, like, that was my process. Because I knew I wanted this to go somewhere. Like, I was going in circles. Like, okay, I already did this. I did that. And, like, I felt like I, I, I kind of felt stuck, you know? And I wanted, like, my career, like, fans and everything. I wanted to, like, I wanted to grow. So I was like, man, I have to overcome that fear. I have to. There's no other choice. If I really want this to grow up, if I really want this to go somewhere, I have to overcome it. And that's it. So was it the fear of failure that was holding you back? Oh, most that, most that, most that. It wasn't. It wasn't even the fear of failure. Only that it was. It was also a. It is so good. I want it to be perfect. I want everybody to listen to it. You know, I was like when I when I spoke to labels. You know, like 2019, I spoke to a lot of labels. I was playing the music that I'm not like that. I ne- like I didn't release until this day. I was playing, and everybody was like, "This is fire. This is hard. This is fire." But I didn't release it. You know, and as soon as I realized it wasn't even my momentum, it wasn't even, it, it didn't even feel right to put it out because it wasn't the momentum. It wasn't, it wasn't what was going on in my life in that moment. So I started something new, you know? So yeah, now, like I said, now I know it's like, bro, just release it, just release it, you know, just put it out. Now I feel like I'm happy to release music because I, because I haven't put out music almost three years, two years, you know, the last time I put something out was in 2021. We're going, we're going 2024 now, you know? So, um, now I feel like I want to share everything that I have, you know, because I forgot how it felt to release music at some point. And now it's like, okay, I want to drop everything, you know, it's because it's a beautiful feeling too. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Would you drop your 2019 music now? You know what? Yeah. 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 Not all of it, but the most of the stuff is still fire. You know, the most of the stuff is still like I've worked on a project that's 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 called um Love Always. And um it was about like my family and and and, and, and I, yo, I recorded a like I, I recorded a bunch of heart songs, bro. Like I'm not gonna lie. And um they're still fire because with everything we do when it comes to music, it has to be timeless. So I could drop it in two thousand ten, but I could also drop it in uh two thousand twenty four. You know, of course, there there has to like that we gotta like do a few tweaks when it comes to the productions and everything. But I could still drop it, and I'm I'm still gonna do it. I'm still gonna drop like a lot of music that I didn't release. Well, man, I don't know. I had an idea that came to my head as soon as you said you're willing to, and I mean, you could do a whole album of like old music, and then. Up like new music where like you talk about the same thing and and it's almost titled old me and new me where it's like this was my opinion on these things in 2019 it doesn't have to be specifically Mm -hmm. but it was like this used to be my opinion on this this is how i felt times Mm -hmm. passed and now this is how i feel about the very same thing and it's i don't know that i just had the idea of like because you've got so much you could do a contrast album where you're like oh, this is my evolution and growth. So it stays true to you because that's the Mm -hmm. fear of like, am I talking about things that are no longer me? But if you're talking about things that used to be you and now you're reflecting back on your old thoughts, you all of a sudden have this like really cool journey that you can explore. Yeah, I was was about to do something similar because I wanted to, it's called it. It's called songs that never like that never made it to the album because now obviously I got an album coming up and um I'm gonna shoot because I'm like I love to visualize everything I do right um and I'm gonna shoot like small visuals to all the songs I'm gonna release them like little by little that's what I wanted to do probably before the album comes and um it's kind of like the same situation it's kind of like okay this this is back then this is what I thought back then and this is what it is now even sonically when it comes to my music. It's different now, you know. Like back then, it was all about like the flow and and, and the skills, you know. Now it's more about what I say because the, the 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 last three years was like like I said, it was up and down. And now it's like okay, now now I want y'all to like I want y'all to listen, you know. 
So yeah, I'm going to do something like that. Hey man. Well, as I said, I'm, I don't make my own music. It's easy for me to go, Hey, you should do this. Welcome to every fan that has yeah. ever existed is like, Hey, Sari, can you make music like this? Um, so I just exhibited that behavior, but <laughs> I genuinely, like I, I, oh, say so even Siri was like, uh, talking to me, but yeah, I, I think, man, it's exciting to have your energy back and for you to be like, I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. Cause I think it's, yeah. it's always like, it's always difficult to see artists you like and respect go through the ups and downs, but right. to be able to see you come out of it and be able to drop an album and drop projects. I think that's what every one of your fans wants. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, I feel like, like times really changed, you know, like it's, all the new, like all the new algorithms and everything is different now. Like 2000, it started, it started with the pandemic when you had a, like, you had a moment, like everybody was at home. Everybody was at home. So people were like paying a different, different type of attention. You know, I remember like I dropped something like, what was the name of that platform again? Uh, Thriller or something. I did something on Thriller. Like I, like I dropped a video where I was like at home rapping and it, it was like, Everybody was on it. Everybody was like, oh, this is crazy because everybody was at home and paid, like, everybody paid a different type of t- attention. Now it's like the way people are paying attention is very short, you know? So you got to adjust to what's new now. And that was something for me. I was like, oh, this is new. Like, you cannot just drop something. You got to work with the algorithm. You got to know when, wh- wh- what to post, when to post it, how many times I got to post it. How many times I got to post that is not what it was, you know, even when it comes to the streaming services, when it comes to like the streaming platforms, when it comes to Spotify, when it comes to Apple Music, it's not what it was. You really got to be like on there to, to be heard when it comes to, to, to releasing music now. And that's that's different, you know. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pushing through like I really want to release this music and it feels good to be back uh, in terms of music and um, feels good to be back and like kind of going back to my roots because I was like, like I said, I'm a very, very visual guy. Um, I direct my music videos. Uh, I write the scripts. What else? Uh, I used to take pictures a lot, you know, and um, yeah, like now I'm kind of back to that, you know, and it feels good. That's great, man. Good. Can I ask you, you said you had ups and downs and I'm going to ask you two questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm interested to know the lowest point in the last three years, but also the highest point in the last three years. And, and, and the reason I ask for both is because I think a lot of people focus on the lowest and they forget the highest. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like, as you said, you had a bit of a roller coaster. And if you're open mm-hmm. to sharing, of course. Yeah. Most of, um, the lowest point you want me, you want me to start with the lowest or the highest? Up to you, man. It's your story. The highest was like when my daughters were born, that was like the highest. You know, like when my when my girls were born, and the lowest was as an artist who makes a lot of money and who's making like I'm not gonna lie, I, I was making money, you know, like and as an artist who, who makes a lot of money, take care of your taxes. That's something nobody talks about, you know, like not the way they should, right? So take care of your taxes, yo. Be behind your taxes. If you can write a lot of shit off, write it off, you know, because. That's something that happens to every artist. They're going to break your neck. If you don't take care of your taxes, it's going to break your neck. And that happens to me, you know? Like, I, I was paying a lot of taxes, a lot of taxes. So that kind of took me out of the game, took me out of the music, because I was, like, really focused on on, on, on getting rid of that first, you know? And that was the lowest point, because it came out of nowhere, you know? So right now... I, that's something that's one advice I would give to every artist starting like with this music thing. Be behind your taxes. Be smart about it. You know, spend your money in a way that you can write a lot of stuff off. Spend your money smart. You know, that's the thing. So that's like the, the highest point was when my daughter's like the highest point gave me enough strength to push through and conquer the lowest point. So yeah, the highest and the lowest. Yeah, it's so interesting. I mean, you could have easily said your highest point is a moment in your career, but your highest point was family. 
and yeah, bro. loved ones. And that that is always interesting to me because you start to realize when you think about that what really is important in your life. Right, right, right. That's it. That's the point. Because you know what? I realized and I went to like so many events. I done like met so many people and I shook so many hands in the last three years to realize that wealth, money is not being rich. You know, it's family, bro. It's family because they are the ones keep like holding me down. Like it's a situation where I was like, I don't want to do this no more. You know, like this music thing is not, it's, 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 it's I feel like it's not paying off, you know. The, my family, like my 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 wife, my kids, were the ones who were like, "You cannot give up," you know. This is this is you, you know. This is this this is this is the destiny, you know. This is your purpose. So that's how I realized all, all the money in the world. And I mean, I'm not gonna lie, money is a good thing. Let's not lie about that, you know. But all the good things in the world and and all the material things, family always gonna outweigh that. It's always gonna be the the, the 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 highest thing if you realize it and if you if you appreciate it, it's always going to be the highest thing ever you know so yeah family yeah family bro there's a there's a great quote that i love and it's about you know no one has ever said on their deathbed i wish i worked more yeah you know the things you look you look back on are actually the simple stuff in your life the meals right. you had with people right. you love the moments with people you trust and that came for you. Those are the things you look back on. And the rest is like a benefit. As you said, money is great. It's a facilitator of all the things you want to do in your life. And ideally it facilitates your ability to look after your family and support them. But also I think we get lost in that. I definitely get lost in that. I get lost in pursuing my career and wanting success and then coming home and being upset and annoyed at something that happened at my job, but then I'm annoyed and I take it out on people I love and care about. And it's like, I need to be doing it the other way around. They deserve my love and, and affection rather than the other way around. Right, 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 right. That's like, makes total sense to me. Like now it makes total sense to me because like before that I was on the road heavy, like from, from 216 to 219, I was, I wasn't even at home, you know, like I was, I was on the road like every week. So I was very shallow with a lot of things, you know, that happened around me, you know? So 2020 was the year where I was like forced to pay a lot of attention. And I was like, yo, this happened. And, 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 and my mom got this habit. My, 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 my girlfriend back then, now my wife got this habit. This, I never, how come I never realized, you know, because I wasn't like, I, I wasn't paying, I wasn't paying enough attention. And then now it's like, this is, this is, this is my daily routine. I know what's going on. You know, I know when my daughter says this, this is what she means. I know when my wife or my mom or my brothers, sisters, whoever are doing this and that, um, I know why, you know, because in that time I started to get to know them and you, 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 you got to realize that somebody, you know, your whole life can still be a stranger to you because you were shallow but getting to know them, you know? And now, like, the pandemic came through. You got to stay at home. You got to pay attention. You know, you forced to pay attention. So it really helped me to realize that family is the, the, the highest medium ever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you said it better than anyone could. Thanks. <laughs> Can I ask you, with with the taxes and paying taxes, was it backdated taxes or was it just realizing that you were just paying an exorbitant nah, backdated amount? Stuff. Backdated. backdated stuff. Messy stuff, you know, like you got to be on it, you know. Messy work when it comes to messy work. Like it was messy. Everybody, like, because I was on the road a lot, because I was getting money, you know, like you spend money a lot. You know, it's not even the the, the 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 habit of spending it. It's like being behind it because it can get like carried away super fast, especially when you're on the road. You know, especially when you're not really at home. You know, so 
You write an invoice, the money comes in, you're on the road. You write another invoice, the money comes in, you're on the road. So you don't take care of that. I'm telling you right now, if I would have done that, my life would have been different. You know, like now it's getting back to normal. And I thank God for it. But at that moment, like let's say 2021, 2022, I paid a lot of taxes, you know. And I feel like, yo, I'm making all this money. And almost all of it, because it was backdated, almost all of it is going is 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 going to the tax office, you know. So I was like, yo, it like, yo, it broke me. I'm telling you, like, it really, really, really like gave me a lot of mental stuff that uh, that I never expected to go through. And um, now, like, since I'm behind it, I'm like, yo, it's not that hard, you know. But it's super important. It's super important because, like, even if, even if you sign a deal and you're like new to it, you know, you're new to the game and you sign a deal, you get all that money. They're not gonna tell you, yo, half of it is taxes. So you better be smart in spending the money that you have right now. They're not gonna tell you that, you know. Every artist colleague that I have is telling me the same. They are going through the same stuff when it comes to taxes, you know. And I feel like, yo, right now, like even on the album, it's a few times I'm talking about taxes, you know. I have like. I have like this one song from J. Cole that I love so much because it feel, I feel like you wrote it for me in its brackets. You know, where he talks about taxes. You're spending all your money and and, and, and you're getting all that money you're going to give away. Hot. Nobody talks about that. And I feel like, especially as musicians, we got to talk about that way more. Way yeah. more. So, and if yeah, you're on a label, the other half is alone. Right. They don't talk about that either. That like it's, it's upfront money that you haven't, recouped yet so like you need to yeah you got to recoup it on album sales and if you don't guess what you bet they're charging interest on that they're not just it's not a charity Mm -hmm. so like i cannot agree more and it's funny because people are pro taxes until they earn money and then you're like fuck that i work really hard for all of it and you get half Mm -hmm. for what I worked really That's hard it. for it. I took all the risks and now I give you half of it. Like it's such a weird thing to experience when you get your paycheck and you're like, oh, half of this is gone. I practically work for the government half the week because they take half of it. Yeah, bro. It's my, like as soon as you realize it's like, this is really happening. Like, isn't this a crime to be honest? Like, cause I feel like the many times I was jumping on the stage Many times I was standing in the snow because of like photo shootings and all that stuff. And now you're taking half of it. It's crazy, bro. It's super crazy. But yeah, it is. I guess it is what it is. I guess but then it is it is. it's one thing to take half, but then they tax you on other things. So GST. I hear right. in Australia, goods and services tax. So you pay tax on every purchase that you have. You purchase gas or yeah. petrol. There's additional tax. And it's like... I already paid my tax and now I pay more tax to buy the stuff with half the money that I paid tax on. So I'm getting double taxed. Like when I think about it, it gets me annoyed because I'm like, I keep paying tax. All my money's going to tax, let alone just trying to live life. So yeah, man, I feel you. Anyone gets me riled up. It's on taxes. You see, you see, I mean like it's like a never ending story and, like I said, everybody goes through that, but not everybody talks about it, you know? So, yeah. Well, we're not going to have that problem. This show is yeah. going to turn into the tax show. You're going to be on every week going, hey, <laughs> this is how I cleaned up my act. This is how I'm doing it. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah there, should, there, should be a, there should be a show like that, to be honest, because I feel like, yo, every every other week is like, oh, man, I got to pay this or that. Like, every time when I talk to, to somebody, especially like, um, my my engineer, like he's like one of my best friends. Every time when we talk, it's always the same conversation. Yeah, I had to pay this, I had to pay that. It's always the same conversation. So it's kind of funny, but it's also like we gotta find a way to just be free when it comes to that. Like to just be smart about, like I said, smart about spending money and 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 um, yeah, letting people know how to do it best. Yeah, yeah. I think we need to study some billionaires a little bit more. They know the tricks. They know yeah, the I tricks. They know the choice, man. I think so. I think so. We got to do that, though. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this, because this is something that I've wondered. Your background isn't exactly a typical hip-hop story. You, nah. You're in 
Germany, which mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but I don't associate that with a heavy hip hop scene. When I think of the best rappers, I don't go straight to Germany. But how mm-hmm. was it growing up and being like, you know, this is a journey I want to take in a country that is essentially not particularly familiar with hip hop, especially when you're young. I mean, now a lot of people tour and a lot of people are getting out there, but how was it growing up and wanting to take this musical German, this musical journey in Germany? The thing with Germany is that a lot of people think that there's like a heavy hip hop scene in Germany and the music is like the German rap is so the language is so dominant that for like, like, for, like for example me myself i don't consider myself like a german i'm a guinean kid based in germany because i grew up with a different language i grew up with a different uh culture the way i greet people is not the way german german kids greet people you know like i grew up with the with the guinean culture you know and back then when i grow up uh, when i grew up it was more of a of we were listening to English rap in Germany, you know? It wasn't as dominant as it is now. We were, like, listening to Pac. We were, like, the, 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 US, the US, like, the US rap was very dominant back then in Germany until the, the, the German rap scene grew, you know, on, to, to what it is now. So I grew up with English rap. I grew, I grew up, like, like, as I said, I'm from Ghana, so um, we speak English, we speak Tree, and I grew up with those languages, you know? spend a little little time when I was a baby. I spent a little time in Ghana as well. And um I always had cousins from the States, cousins from from the from the UK, you know. So I was like super in touch with the language already. You know, I was super in touch with the with the music. I was listening to Sway when I was like, I don't know. Sway, Sway, uh the Safo. Uh, I don't even know how old I was. I was listening to Skepta when I was like 14. You know, so it was always pretty familiar to me. I grew up with that that um with that scene. Because my cousins and my aunts and my mom was heavy on music and they brought it to me, you know? So it was like me growing up when it comes to music was different from you growing up now when it comes to music, you know, in Germany. So it was always clear that I wanted to do it in English, you know? I always wanted my grandma to understand me. I always wanted my cousins and and, and my family to understand me. So I started, like, rapping in English, you know? Also, it's like I'm traveling a lot. I'm in UK a lot. I went to the States a lot, you know? So it was always clear that this is what I want to do, you know? Now I can say that because people like often misunderstand that I'm not making music to, 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 to be successful in Germany, you know? I want to be successful internationally and Germany is not international. You know, Germany is Germany. And I feel like Germany, you, everybody knows that the, 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 the language and the, and, and the scene is so dominant. I don't feel like you're going to make it as an English-speaking artist in Germany. You're not going to make it because it's too dominant. We got way too many successful German rappers, you know? So we're not really... This is not the right place for this music. And I know that. People people are always going to be like, oh, yeah, but why do you... Like, why, why are you doing it, like, in English? And, and, and why are you still based in Germany? I know. I know. I don't want to do it in English. My family is here. And I, I used to do a lot of back and forth. Like I said, I used to talk a lot of um I used to talk a lot of um international labels when I went to LA and stuff like that. So I know this is not made for Germany, you know. I know that for a fact. But yeah, that's what it is, you know. Like as soon as there's like a real situation, I'm I'll dip. I'll s I'm gonna tell you right now, I'll dip, you know, because I know this is this music is not gonna have a future in this country. I know that for a fact. And I also feel like once I made it somewhere else, that's when when when, when Germany is going to claim me as German. This is how like that's that's how Germans are. Well, the you good know? thing is, my friend, they can't claim you. You can just claim yourself. Yeah. Right, right, right. That's the thing. That's the thing. Because I always, like I said, it's not it's not that I dislike Germany. That's not what it is. It's more of a I didn't I didn't grow up in that in that culture. Like I'm like I grew up like I I grew up very Ghanaian, you know, like I grew up with the language, like I said, the family and and, 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 and the manners and everything. I like I grew up very differently. So that's why I always say like I'm from Ghana. When people ask me, I'm always like I'm always like, yo, I'm from Ghana. But I like I was born in Germany, you know. 
As someone who doesn't have much familiarity with German culture or Ghanaian culture, for that matter, what would you, when you're trying to describe the differences and and when it comes to your head, and obviously there is a clear difference, but when you describe the differences between the two cultures, what is it that stands out to you? The respect. Because the way we grow up is like you appreciate your elders and you like you're very respectful when it comes to your elders, right? And um yeah, bro, the way you appreciate things. Because me going to Ghana is always bringing me down. Me going to Ghana is like appreciate what you have. You know, like be grateful for what you have. Because the people down there, they have like they don't have as much as I have, but they're so grateful and so believing, you know, it's not it's very very mad and that's that's like something that our culture stands out for you know like the way you the way you appreciate things and the respect and the belief in the things you're doing that is the last thing i expected you to talk about is gratefulness as the difference it but it's such a good difference i was listening to a podcast recently and then they were talking about gratefulness and the need to practice it because it's like even in the difficult times, if you can practice gratefulness, you'll find your life is significantly better. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Like, like I can only agree with that because you've got to be grateful for those around you that really support and love you because not everybody around you loves you. Not, everybody, like, not all of them want the best for you, you know? You can be around people that don't really like you, you know, and you can be around them for years, not realizing they don't like you, you know, until you realize. So right now I'm heavy on like appreciating because I don't call my friends friends. That's that's family, you know. Like I don't call my 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 my, my like super close friends. I don't call them yo. That's my boy. That's my brother. You know. That's my blood. You know. That's how I call them. You know. So I'm super heavy on appreciating that. Because I'm the I'm the type of person that I go an extra mile for you, you know. I go the extra mile for you. Somebody do like somebody does something to you, he did it to me too. That's how I am, and I'm super grateful for those like who 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 return the favor, like like for the mutuality, you know. I'm super grateful for that. And that's something I learned also like in the, in the last three years that I can really rely on people, you know. I wasn't doing that a lot, but they came through, you know, and I'm super grateful for that. Yeah. You know, it's funny. You realize that there are people in your life that are your friends when you're mm-hmm. low and when you're down. And then right. when you're successful, right. Right. they hate it and they don't like your success. And that is mm-hmm. the most fucked thing to realize. Like as you grow and for you to, like it's it's good because it's, you, you have to see the truth, but it's fucked because mm-hmm. you thought that these people were in your corner. Like you thought that like, right. hey, them or ride or die. But no, they actually want you to be worse. They want you to be like them and they want you to suffer. Yeah. But then when you're getting out, they want to try and drag you back. And it's like, this is right. so weird because it's just outside of my thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, I, I get that. Like I totally understand and I see it the same way. Like for me, like I want everybody to, to, to succeed. I want everybody to be successful. I want everybody to be out there, you know? And sometimes people, people, they want the same stuff that you have, you know? And that's the, that's the, that's the problem. But yeah, like I said, like, I'm going to continue wishing everything, uh, wishing everybody the best. I'm going to continue with that, you know? Bro, that's one thing. My daughter is in the living room. You think we can, uh, we, we can pause for one second? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yo, my bad. No, good. So sorry. She was, yeah. she was watching TV. Yeah, it imagine me. Off. Imagine me telling you, uh, "No, nah, man, cannot go check on your daughter." That no, no <laughs> you gotta, you gotta sit here. Uh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. would never. Happen. I, was, I was about like I was thinking about like being right here, but nah, we, we couldn't. We couldn't talk like we talk now when when she would be here. So yeah. Look, I as much as I believe in the ability of kids to be entertained, 
there is no way mm-hmm. that, would, she, that she would be entertained in this conversation, as entertaining as it is. Nah. Nah, she wouldn't. She would just jump around and be loud and, yeah, she yeah. likes that. <laughs> how do you keep up, <laughs> speaking of? Like, how do you keep up having two kids? You're obviously an extremely busy artist. You've got albums that are in the works. Like, how do you juggle it all? Sometimes I don't even know, to be honest. Like, but I have a, like, I have a pretty, pretty good partner. Like, my wife is doing the most and she supports me very, very much. So it's like a good balance, you know, like when she needs like some time off, I'll do it. And then like, we're super good. Like, we're a good team. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it helps that, so that you're you're independent as well, because like right, 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 right. Sometimes it helps because like if 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 there's not a label pressuring you, you gotta pressure yourself, you know, because you want your stuff to be out, you know. So um, yeah, you have like there has to be a balance when it comes to work and life. You know? There has to be a good balance. Yeah. Well, yeah. funnily enough, I'm actually heading to Germany uh, in. January, so oh really? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be in Munich really? for what a few doing? days. Oh, okay. Munich is not too close. I thought you were gonna be in Berlin or something. What you doing yeah. out here? No, I, I, I have a corporate career as well. So outside of this, I oh, I do okay for myself okay. outside of this uh, in the corporate world. So okay. I'm actually going right. over over for work. But in the meantime, oh. I'm going to just enjoy a little bit of Europe, like. So, yeah. yeah, Germany, Paris, Shit. and then London, and then we're heading to Dublin. So, dope, 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 dope. Yeah, dope. although I was, I was uh... nah, go ahead. No, no, you, you go ahead. What you want to say? I was just going to talk about how cold it's going to be, and I'm, I'm mentally not prepared for that. Yep, German, German, German winters, nothing to play with. <laughs> oh, thanks for making me feel a lot better, man. Yeah, you bring your, you better bring your hardest and, 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 and thickest jacket because it's it's gonna be cold. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie, bro. Yeah, well the, I think there is a very simple way to warm myself up and I'm gonna have to have a couple of drinks to to make sure I stay warm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's one thing you could do. Yeah, yeah, that's one thing you could do. Yeah. Uh oh well, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. I'm sure uh, I can survive one winter. Although I tell you what, it yeah. is getting warmer here, and I'm like, oh, I'm leaving the sun and I'm going to cold. Yeah, but you you'll make it. Don't worry, don't worry. You said you're going to be out there for like four days, so don't worry about that. Yeah, I think it's for like three days or something in in Munich. You see, even even three days, so that's nothing. Yeah, yeah. Oh well. We'll we'll figure it out, but but yeah, how do you? Obviously, you must travel quite a bit, considering you know being part of Europe and then the EU. I that's the one thing I'm very jealous of is that like you can hop on a plane and next thing you know mm-hmm. you're in a different country. I hop on a plane and I have to travel for another twelve mm-hmm. hours to get anywhere else. So yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, it's 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 kind of cool. Like I was I was um I was in. London and Paris a lot this year because um one of my brothers um I was helping it with a like I was helping him with um a project so it was cool it was cool before that I didn't really like Paris and I didn't really like London because it always depends on on who you with you know like who who's showing you Paris who's showing you London you know and this year he he, he did a pretty good job so I'm I'm pretty like pretty like in love with London and Paris now. And like I said, um I was in in, in, in in Ghana as well this year because like I said I was working, you know. So yeah. Next year is gonna be more of a US situation. Yeah. Are you are you planning right. a tour? Yeah, I'm planning a tour. Like after the album, like around like October. Yeah. And I'm 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 looking into like playing shows in in, in like out of Germany as well. Like London, Paris, uh, maybe the U.S. as well. But I got like I gotta get my I gotta get my work visa first. Yeah. So let's see. I mean, is it too much for me oh, to Australia as well? <laughs> yeah, Australia I was gonna say, is well. it too much for like, me I to wanna, ask? I, 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 I would. Nah, bro. Like I always wanted to go to Australia. I just heard that like 
you 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 be on plane for like almost twenty four hours or something like that when you when you fly out from Germany. So it's it's a sacrifice, but I'm willing to I'm willing to make it. Though. Hey man, like, go business be, and claim it back on tax. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good <laughs> idea. Actually, that's a good idea. Yeah. So <laughs> we we're idea. coming so, yeah, full man, circle. I wanna, yeah, I want to. I want to. I really want to play a show in Australia as well. I heard so much good stuff about Australia. So yeah, I'm. I want to. Like, I'm. I'm willing to make that happen as well. Yeah. Well, while you're here, and then you got New Zealand to to hit. Man, mm-hmm. you're gonna do a worldwide tour, and then I mean, we've got so many cities yeah. that you're gonna that you're gonna hit. But yeah, I think you know, first comes first. The album has to come out, and then the rest. But right. do you have a timeline for the project? Um, to be honest, like now, like I said, like I, I'm talking to, a, I'm talking to a few, um, few situations, labor situations still like, it's just going to be distro and, um, I want to put it out in a, like in the right way, you know? So I was, I was thinking about like March, something like that, but now I just want to put it out in the right way. So I'm going to release music. Um, I'm not going to stop releasing music, but the actual album, like I'll see, like as soon as I like talk to somebody. And they're gonna guarantee me like a proper release, you know. That's when like I'm gonna be like, okay, this is gonna be the date, you know. That's when I'm gonna drop the date. But it's done, like like I said, it's done. It just has to be put out in the right way. Yeah, get the music videos going, get the press, get the, right. the hype. Right. Exactly. That's that's what I'm about right now. Well, what I noticed that was interesting was like seeing your evolution as an artist of like. Where you, as you said, you were focused on your your cadence, on just feeling and sounding hard, and now you've you've kind of transitioned into melodic and really substance based music. Was that an active decision to move in that direction? I think it just happened. Like I. I'm still, when it comes to hard music, when it comes to hard songs, I'm still going to do that. I'm still going to flex with the flow and and, 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 and with the with, with the skills, you know. I'm still going to do that. But the momentum right now is just to be, just to put honesty into the music, you know, and just to put growth into the music. Like, right now, the momentum right now is, like, I'm a father. I got two kids, you know. And um, I just want to talk about what happened in the last two years, uh, three years. So it's going to be, like, a bit more calm. And a bit more honest, less flex, you know. But I'm still gonna flex on music, though. I'm still gonna like do that hard stuff and 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 then not 91 flex type of music. But I'm still gonna do that, you know. Not just like just not on that project, especially yeah. Yeah, 24 flex now. Yeah, 24 flex. 91 flex was actually because I was born in 91. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I was wondering how old you were. It's hard to tell. You never know with artists. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm as old as you want me to be. That's what I like. Keep telling everybody. Like, but in real life, I'm 32. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm turning 30 soon. I'm very scared. No, See, it's be, funny. Don't be 30. I'm turning 30, and you're 32, uh-huh. and I look a thousand times older than you. Bro, you just gotta. Take care of yourself. When you don't look a thousand <laughs> times older than me, bro. You don't look a thousand times. Like, like once I start to grow my beard and stuff, people are gonna be like, "Oh, you look like forty. So don't worry about that. It's just, it's just me, like keeping my baby face. Yeah, I know. I'm like, I'm on the moisturizer these days. I gotta like not let the wrinkles <laughs> kick in, like that kind of shit. But I do agree, the beard definitely makes me look older. The problem is, I've looked like this you since see. I was like sixteen. You see, you see. Don't worry, bro. Don't worry. You don't look old though. You don't nah. don't See, I'm going for the other thing, which is I'm hoping that eventually I catch up to my age and then my age continues and I still look the same. So I want to look the same for oh, like 40 years. That's the goal. And then they're like, hey, man, you've never changed. Yeah, don't worry. You will. Don't worry. You, you <laughs> got to claim it. You got to claim it. Speak it into existence. Don't worry about that. You're going to look like you, you'll be good. Don't worry. I need you in my life more often, man. The positivity that I'm getting, I'm like, oh, yeah, I feel so much better now. Like, oh, I can go about my day. All is good. <laughs> Bro, don't worry. I'll give you my number. Call me whenever you need motivation. I'll, I'll do that. Don't worry. Yeah. I'm be like, what I'm here for. man, I'm tired today. And you'll be like, get your ass up. You can do it. 
Like you got it, man. Yeah. Believe it into existence. I love that shit. <laughs> yeah, bro. Don't worry. I got you. I got you. Are you the motivator for a lot of people in your life? To be honest, I think I am. Like now you're, you're like, now that you mention it, I think I am. Because like a lot of people call me for advice and I'm always like, oh, you can do this. You can do that. You know? So yeah, I think I am. I think I am. Because like I said, like I want everybody around me to win. Like if you win, I win. So yeah, I think I am. Do you like that responsibility? Do you like being the one who gets people up? It depends. Sometimes I like it, you know, but I'm, I I can't help it. Like, but to feel like I signed up for it in some way. I don't even know why, but at some point in my life, uh, somebody called me and it just got around, you know, like it just, now everybody calls me, you know, now everybody's like, but it's fine. Like as, as, as long as I know I can help people with it. And as long as I know, like I've done something to make somebody feel better, it's fine. You know, I'm good with that. Like I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm I don't have any problems with that. It's interesting how you were like, yeah. oh, it just happened. And now it's just it. Like that's just yeah, it's just it, yeah. Like it, it's it's literally just like it just happened. Like now it's just oh, bro, this and that happened, and, and I'm gonna like I would listen to that person. I'm like yeah, this and that, this and that, and then like the next person calls me. Yeah, this and that happened. But the good thing is that the people that call me, like I said, they are like family, and I can like it's mutual. I can vent like that as well. So it's a mutual thing. Yeah. What what annoys me the on the other flip side because I find myself naturally motivating as well and I can get rant find a speech somewhere I can off the top just go into a rant and and figure out a way to make you feel better about yourself but what drives me crazy is when I've already done that and then mm-hmm. I have to do it again and again to the same person about the same thing and I'm like man come on like. You don't yeah. need me anymore. That's that, that's a you problem now. You got to take accountability because, like, I already told you what you needed to hear. You just didn't do it. You know what? One thing I've learned about that is that you tell the person once, and then you let you just let the person go about that day. The, the person has to make that experience. The person has to fall down. That's what what's going to make the person learn. At the end of the day, you just be there. You just be, you just, you just keep being a friend, you know? That's how I learned it. Cause I felt like I was there too, to be honest. And I felt like every time when I told that person or this person, you got to do it like this and that. And the person wouldn't like, wouldn't listen. I felt like, bro, how are you getting me pissed off? You know? But I understood that they have to learn on their own. You know, they have to understand. Cause if you tell them, sometimes they don't understand it. And if that means they got to, crash the car against the wall, then that's that. You know, as long as they learn, the baddest thing that can happen to them is them not learning, you know? So as long as they learn, I'm fine with that. I'm still going to be here and I'm, I'm going to be like, okay, I just hope that you learned something out of it, that you gained something out of that experience, you know? That's the only thing I'm caring about at that point. Because other than that, like, if you don't do it like that, you're going you're gonna to go mad, bro. You're going to go crazy yeah. yourself. So, yeah, just be there when they need you. You tell them once. You let them go about that day. You let them go do experience and everything. And after that, you're still going to be there. That's how I do it. Yeah. Well, that is what I do now is like you get one shot and I'll – and, and if you come to me Trust for me. help, I will help you. But if you don't right. accept my help or if you brush it off, it's like, okay, that's okay. That's fine. That's your choice. Right. But then you have yes. to live right. with the consequences of that. Right, right, right. We always got to live with the consequences. And if 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 we're like really about learning, if you're really about growth, the consequences is what what's going to make us learn. You know, sometimes it takes a consequence to make you learn and understand. And the most important thing for you to 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 learn is you got to understand. You know, and that's the, like I said, that's the problem. Like sometimes you would give advice to people, and they say they 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 understand, but they don't. That's why they always go back to that one situation you told them to stay away from, you know? So experience, man. Experience. Yeah. And there's something learn. weird about us as humans. We need to make mistakes and fuck up and like we have to have a bit of suffering and pain for us to learn the lessons. 
Because if we don't do that, we're just going to be like, you know what? We just won't learn. You know what? It, it, I feel like there are like two types of person. One person is very attentive and observes a lot. One person just has to make 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 experience to learn. You know, I'm the type of person, and that's something I had to learn because back then I wasn't as patient as I am now, and that's something I had to learn that um, pay attention. Pay attention to everything that happens around you because I feel like life is a test, you know, and every situation that happens around you, if it's your brother, your sister, doesn't matter. Every situation that somebody goes through and you're like have the privilege to be part of is a lesson for you. You don't got to go through that same situation if you already like have the privilege to observe and learn out of it, you know, so that's how I am. Like I had to learn that. I had to learn that. Okay, if this person goes to that situation, I'm not going to go through that. I'm just going to pay attention on how the person got out of it, you know? And then I'm going to stay out of it because I already had the privilege to be part of that situation, to witness that situation, you know? So, yeah, bro. It takes, like, a lot of patience, and uh, you really got to be attentive. Yeah, well, that's why I think history is so important. That's why I'm like... All the lessons of the past you right. have to look at because, right. like, history right. is doomed to repeat itself. But I genuinely believe it's only doomed to repeat itself if you don't learn the lessons of the past and you make right. the same mistakes those people made. Like, it drives me crazy. I'm like, guys, read a fucking book. Please just read one book mm-hmm. about that. And you'll be like, oh, no, that shit already happened. It doesn't work that way. It works a different way. Right. Right, 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 right. That's it. It's easy. Yeah. yeah. It should be easy. If 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 you if you want to learn though, it should be easy. Yeah, y'all listening, see it's easy. It's e- easy. Serious Klein approved. It is easy. <laughs> <laughs> well man, uh, I only yeah. have one more question for you. And easy as that. You see, one more question. It's the only question that I plan on the show. It's probably the toughest question I'm going to ask you, but if you had to recommend one album that everybody should listen to at least once to get an appreciation of, can be any genre of music and cannot be your own music, what would it be? Why are you doing this to me, man? Man, because... This is super hard. Yeah, nothing but love and gratitude. Okay, give me give me one second. I gotta like I really yeah. You're allowed think. to think. I'm not. Um, I'm not gonna. You know the the stopwatch isn't coming up where I'm gonna time you. But yeah, take your time. Talk me through your process. There's honestly there's no bad um, answer. Obviously, there would have been like way more albums that I always circle back to. But if there's like one particular album that I always listen to. And it affected me the most. Oh man! All right, if I gotta choose one, it's gonna be um. Man, this is hard. This is super hard. <laughs> Remember, it doesn't this have to be the hard. best album of all time. It's just one that you think everyone should listen to and appreciate. I take the pressure off. It doesn't have to be the best album. All right, all right, all right. Okay, cool. Um, Chippewa Butterfly. Chippewa Butterfly. Yeah, K-Dot, Butterfly, because I feel like when he dropped that one, it made a lot of people think. He dropped it in the right momentum. It was the right time to drop this album. And everything he spoke about, like him, like kind of being the savior of everything and, 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 and the responsibility and, and, and racial profiling, police brutality, the way we work with all of this as black people and his standpoint on like depression and everything he's going through, you know, it was like, it was, it was epic, you know, it changed so much for me, you know? So yeah, I got to go, like, I got to go with that. There's like one, like one particular song that always, 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 always works for me. One particular song and that's, um, hold on, hold on, hold on. What's the name again? Uh, Mortal Man, yeah, yeah, Mortal Man is like that's my song. What does that's it do like, for you? Why that song? 
Um, that like why that song is like it's pretty easy because the last three years like showed the true colors of a lot of people that I used to be with, you know. And the one question he asks is like, if shit hits the fan, is you still a fan? You still gonna be around when everything changes? When it's not like when it's not when it's, it doesn't feel like a high anymore? Still gonna be around? Still gonna be around when I fuck up? You still gonna be around? You know so. And that's how I felt, you know. I felt like, like at the lowest point, I felt alone, you know. So that one question is like, that's already it. Like, if shit is like, if shit hits the fan, is you still a fan, you know? So yeah, I always go back to that one because I feel like for somebody like him to talk about this and that he went through like uh, through stuff like that, it's like, all right, yeah, that's the one song that I really go back to like every year. Every year, yeah. love it, man. To pimp a butterfly. Yeah. Also, also like when it comes to the culture, like what this album has done culturally, bro, it's epic. It's one of the craziest K dot albums ever. Yeah, I mean, I love that. If shit hits the fan, are you still gonna be a fan? I'm gonna start using that. You know, I'm gonna start yeah. using that because of you. So, hey, man, you know. I'm I'm getting wisdom from this podcast. I hope everybody else is getting wisdom from this as well. But man, absolute pleasure to have you come through the one and only serious client. Everybody, make sure you check out his most recent colors performance, Peekaboo, that came out. It's so good. As you heard, he's actually got three colors performances uh, in total. So he's one of the veterans of colors. So if you ever have any doubt who helped pr- promote it, was this man right here. But Obviously, you've got music that came out this year. White Knight and Up also came out. Singles, um, Up, awesome music video as well that came out. So Thank you. everybody else, please make sure you check it out. And, man, I'm looking forward to your album, hopefully next year at some point. Like, I think me and all your fans are, are really looking forward to it. But is there anything you wanted to shout out, anything you wanted to plug? Um, thanks for having me, bro. That's all I can say. Like, there's music coming and we're working. That's it. My pleasure, man. You made it very easy. So, yeah, I look forward to (laughs) to seeing what you come out with soon. Thanks for listening to the show. Please like and subscribe and follow me on Instagram at the underscore hip hop hustle for upcoming podcast news. Also, don't forget to check out my Patreon under hip hop hustle for exclusive content and to help support the show. Bye for now.